AgBioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. This is AgBioscience. Welcome. Thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovus Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things AgBioscience, the people, the products, and innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. Canine parvovirus, parvo, a potentially deadly disease in puppies, has been called the world's most common canine infectious disease by Texas A&M. Until recently, a parvo diagnosis had a mortality rate as high as, listen to this, 91% if untreated. 91%. However, a new innovation from global animal health giant Atlanco is transforming canine care through science. This is going to be awesome. Here to share more about this newly approved treatment transforming canine care is Dr. Jennifer Miller, a veterinarian and veterinarian technical marketer at Alanco. Dr. Miller, Jen, thanks for joining us on Ag Bioscience. Great. Thanks for having us. We're really, really excited to be here and talk more about Parvo and about this new innovation that we've got coming to market. It is incredible. This innovation you and the Alanco team are bringing to market, treating puppies, battling Parvo, the, the acclaim, the headlines that I've seen all across the country, around the world, just overwhelming. Everyone is excited about this. Parvo is such a big challenge. Before we learn more about this new treatment, we have to learn more about you. Your journey is one that is fascinating. Studied veterinary science at Purdue and now bringing life-changing, by definition, life-changing solutions to market. Tell us more about the Gen story. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm a small animal veterinarian by training, as you alluded to. And you know how they talk about people just getting that calling into veterinary medicine. And and that was me. I was that kid that always loved animals. I grew up on a horse farm, um, always loved caring for animals, lots of other animals around as well. And then getting into school, I really enjoyed math and science. So I thought, you know, veterinary medicine was really a natural pairing of that love of math and science and sure. the care for animals. I went to Indiana University for my undergraduate work and then off to Purdue for vet school. Um, and then after Purdue, went up to Chicago and practiced in a pretty fast-paced multi-doctor hospital in that area for a while. And that was a lot of small dogs and cats, right? A lot of apartment animals sure. because people are living in a lot of high rises up in that area. Um, then my husband and I got married, um, came back to central Indiana where he's a fifth generation farmer. So we were the, the farm really brought us back to central Indiana. And I practiced in a small animal general practice here in central Indiana for a while as well. And a, a bit of a different patient population here in central Indiana. So more rural patient population where I was at. So it was a lot of larger dogs, a lot of farm dogs. And we did see quite a bit of parvovirus in our, um, uh, in my practice experience here in central Indiana. Um, from practice, I came to Elenco about 10 years ago, and I've had some different roles at Elenco. Um, my first role was a product and veterinary support role where you're talking phone consults with customers oh, wow. across the U.S., which is fun, talking to them about medicine and about our products. And, um, and then I joined our marketing group um, a while back, supporting our infectious disease portfolio on the pet health vaccine side, and then the recently approved canine parvovirus monoclonal antibody. It is uh, an incredible journey, and the context that you have as a practicing veterinarian, it's just, it's got to be extraordinary. As you look at the work that you're leading, combating parvo in puppies, 
you had to see this. I mean, you had to see Parvo in those early days in practice. Give us a sense. What is Parvo? What's this disease? What causes it? And what's the current approach to prevention and treatment? So Parvo first came to the U.S. in the late 1970s, and that's really when it first came to stage here. Um, it is a highly contagious, um, highly resistant virus that can live through um, harsh weather conditions. So even here in central Indiana, we can see Parvo living in through winter over a year or more wow. um, through that harsh weather condition. And it is a really contagious virus that primarily affects young puppies that are either not vaccinated or not completely through their vaccine series yet. And like you mentioned earlier, without treatment, we can see up to a 91% mortality or death rate with this virus. What Parvo does once it gets into the body is it attacks these rapidly dividing cells, primarily the gastrointestinal tract or gut cells for puppies, sure. and it really destroys them. Mm. So because of that destruction, it can lead to clinical signs like vomiting, diarrhea, often with blood in both of those. These puppies get really lethargic. They don't want to eat. And because there's so much destruction to the gut, we can see bacteria go from the gut into the bloodstream, Ooh. leading to things like sepsis, which can be life-threatening. You know, in my clinical experience, you know, when you get that puppy that comes in and it gets that parvo diagnosis, it's the oh crud moment, right? Mm -hmm. it, you know that it's a bad disease. This puppy's going to be fighting for its life. It has a huge impact to the clinic because it's so disruptive. These guys have to be in isolation because it's so contagious. It has a high nursing care involvement. And these your vet nurses really get bonded to these puppies because sure. they're providing round-the-clock care for these guys, and there's really not been any guaranteed outcomes. So you could invest a bunch in these puppies, both financially, emotionally, operationally from the clinic side, and it's not a guarantee that they're even going to make it, even with these um, high investments for these pups. So it's been really challenging. Historically, our treatments have just been to supportive care, right? So we just give these guys IV fluids, antibiotics, maybe some medications for vomiting or diarrhea. And we're really trying to support their system as they fight the virus and just try to get them through that. So it's been a, been a pretty tough condition. Right now, I feel like we're in this perfect storm of Parvo because it is such a highly contagious, highly sturdy virus. The FDA actually just released a social post um, a couple months ago saying that um, this is a particularly bad parvo season and let's try to take measures to avoid parvo areas because of such a bad parvo season. So we've got a bad parvo season, this highly contagious virus. We're still seeing today around 900 cases every day in the US that are diagnosed with parvo. Wow. Every day. 900. 900 cases. So then you combine that with um, recent market research that showed animal owners don't really know about this virus much. We've got 20% of animal owners don't even know what it is at all, and only 44% accurately know what parvovirus is. So it can be this really deadly situation for puppies because they're really the most susceptible population for parvo. And we're heading into the holiday season, Thanksgiving just around the corner, the Christmas holiday season, lots of gifts. My hunch is, is big surge in puppies and yes. bring puppies into the family. This new solution that you and the team at Alanco have brought to market, really critical, new pet owners, existing pet owners. 
monoclonal antibody treatment is is the innovation. You have to share what this is, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can barely say it. Uh, <laughs> so give us an idea of what the solution is and, and how you how you arrived at this. I mean, this is a, a disease that you talked about came to the States in the 70s. Here we are decades later, and there's a new solution on the market. We are so excited to bring this to market because, you know, this is the first USDA conditionally approved product that treats the virus. It's the first thing that we have that targets the virus, right? It's so exciting. Um, and this is the first monoclonal antibody from Elanco to come to market. So we're really excited as a company to bring this innovation to market, but we're really excited to provide this targeted solution for parvovirus. The way this thing works, it's very similar to an antiviral, if you can think of it in that way, because it goes to the virus and stops the virus. So we had talked previously about how this virus attacks the gut. This monoclonal antibody is going to meet the virus there. It's going to stop it from entering into the gut and stop it from providing that destruction to the gut. Um, So we have seen both in our pre-licensing studies and in our early um, experience here with having the product on the market that we're seeing better outcomes, right? We're seeing better survival rates with these puppies and um, faster times for them to get home to their animal owners. You know, we talked about how disruptive a parvo case can be. It's time in isolation. It's a high nursing care. So any time that we can cut off of that that hospitalization time is huge for these guys. It's better outcomes for the pets, for the pet parents, for the vets and the staff, better for the human-animal bond. And for the dog itself, you know, that hospitalization experience, it's scary, right? Like they're getting poked and prodded. They're getting medications all the time. There can be a lot of fear, stress, and anxiety associated with a hospital visit. So if we can decrease that time, which we're showing we are, then that can be just a better outcome behaviorally for these puppies as well. It is incredible. We're going to explore more about this connection between this innovation and the broader biotech economy. We'll do it right after this quick 60-second break. Ag Bioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. Whether your farm is your business, your hobby, or your passion, you and your farm are one of a kind. Each is unique and requires just the right insurance coverage options. Indiana Farmers Insurance has been protecting farmers for more than 145 years, and together with your local independent insurance agent, today we deliver insurance solutions for your farm, business, home, and vehicles. Insurance can be complicated, so it's important to have a trusted expert who will guide you through your insurance experience. We partner with only the best agents, and like us, most of our agencies have been serving customers for generations. Beyond the basics, we have many other coverages available to match your needs. Our agency partners are experts and can tailor just the right coverages for your farm, business, home, or auto. Come visit us at indianafarmers.com and discover why Indiana Farmers Insurance is the right choice for you. We're proud supporters of Ag Bioscience, and we're here to help you protect what matters most. Welcome back to Ag Bioscience. We're talking with Dr. Jennifer Miller from Alanco Animal Health. Jim, we have been talking about this amazing new innovation. Decades in the making in terms of the disease being here. Now we're seeing solutions on the market. But this is a journey by definition to bring an innovation like this to market. Not something quick, not something that is without challenge. Give us an idea. How how does a solution like this come to market from proving the science 
all the way to getting that conditional approval from USDA that you mentioned earlier. Like you said, it is a very rigorous process, right? And it's years in the making. <laughs> so there's there's years of studies that go into the submission packet to the USDA. Then, of course, they review that. So it is a long time to get there. Some of the things that we did prior to getting this product to market were safety and efficacy studies. Um, so we've, we have looked at that. That has been submitted to the USDA. And the USDA said, yep, let's go ahead and get this approved with a conditional license. Some folks might not be that familiar with the conditional licensure path. So I'll just mention that that's really granted because of an unmet need or an emergency situation. You know how we talked earlier about Parvo is still here in the U.S. We still see, you know, around 900 cases every day diagnosed. Um, so there truly is an unmet need for Parvo because there historically has not been a treatment for it. So the USDA said, yep, you've you've shown that you've got a reasonable expectation for safety and efficacy. We've got this unmet need. Let's go forward with a conditional path of approval to get this product on the market. You know, it's been a really exciting project for myself, you know, professionally to work on because I've I've seen those tidbits come in, right? We were doing some of the studies and we're like, wow, this looks like it's working really well. And then you'd get some safety information. Man, this looks like it's got a good safety profile. And then you get conditional approval back in May and it's just exciting that we can start talking about it and sharing more with the veterinary community. And then in July, we started shipping product to customers. I was so fortunate to be able to go to this clinic in California to see one of the first patients being treated with, wow. with canine parvovirus monoclonal antibody. It was phenomenal, right? This, this little puppy came in, you know, eight weeks old. Her name was Cookie. And she got diagnosed with parvo. They gave her the treatment within 30 minutes of diagnosis in addition to other supportive care. Sure. Um, she never really got that sick. I mean, she was pretty sick when she came in, but she stayed pretty well. She didn't like have really bad illness. And, you know, like the next day she was up bouncing around trying to chew out her catheter, you know, feeling a lot better. Perfect, right? Perfect, exactly what right? you want to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those in the veterinary community, you know, a dog's feeling better if they're trying to get out of the hospital, yeah. right? And then the day after she's like up and eating and just a remarkable recovery on this puppy. So, so being part of this project of seeing it go from development to approval to inpatients, um, and then we're just hearing hearing cases across the U.S. of how these puppies are really improving faster and having better outcomes. It's been been phenomenal. That same clinic in California, their name is The Fix Project, um, and they run a Parvo ICU. Um, so really compassionate folks out there, as you can imagine, just the what it takes to work day in and day out in a Parvo ICU, it's pretty phenomenal. And they have treated so far about 50 patients with, CP, with um, canine parvovirus monoclonal antibody. And they're seeing about half the amount of time that they have to keep these guys hospitalized. It's incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. And better survival rates, too. So it's it's just been amazing to hear their success and to see the success of Cookie and other cases um, throughout the U.S. as well. well. As a practicing veterinarian, you, you mentioned this before we got started, is this, this uplift that that brings, especially when you have a Parvo ICU, which you know we talked about 91% could have 91% mortality, the just injection of success into a, a place like that just has to be extraordinary. Yeah, it, it really is because, you know, mental health toll is out there in veterinary medicine, right? It's a 
it's a very busy role, a very busy job. You're in wellness visits, you're in surgery, you're managing hospitalized cases. It's it's quite hectic at times. Sure. And the veterinary staff, I mean, they get so bonded to these animals. Um, there's so much nursing care involved with these parvo patients. And to give them more hope is just so great to be part of this project to hopefully take the dread away from that parvovirus diagnosis and say, yep, I've got this. I've got canine parvovirus monoclonal antibody. I can treat this case, right? To give them some hope and uplift them would just be amazing. As you look at the science behind this monoclonal antibody treatment, it really the solution that sits behind it, are there other applications? Are there other parvovirus type things that are out there where you say, you know, this could be a mechanism that we could fundamentally change the way we take care of animals? Yeah. So in the animal health space, um, we've seen monoclonal antibodies in general be used for various disease conditions, things like arthritis, um, dermatology solutions, um, and even some cancer therapies are derived from monoclonal antibodies. What we're really excited about with canine parvovirus monoclonal antibody is that this is the first conditionally approved USDA product that targets a virus directly, targets that parvovirus, and that we're also bringing Elenco's first monoclonal antibody to market. So it really does reinforce our ability to deliver on technology and innovation to the pet health space. And in general, in both human and animal health, we're seeing monoclonal antibodies being the next wave of innovation. So there's a lot of research focus on monoclonal antibodies and what they can do for the future of both human health and animal health. And a lot of the, the science behind canine parvovirus monoclonal antibody can be transferred to human health. So we're just really excited to see where that goes in the future. You look at that intersection and, and I am... I, I love the work that you're leading. I love the impact that Alanco is making. You begin to look at the connection here in the Midwest, specifically in Indiana. You have Eli Lilly, where Alanco originated from many, many chapters ago, most valuable human pharma company in the world. You have Alanco, second largest independent animal health company in the world. You have Corteva, largest pure play ag company. We have all these folks coming together around innovation, around biotech at, at large. Indianapolis, MSA just named one of the 31 federal tech hubs really to focus on this exact topic of, of biotech. As you look at all of those pieces coming together, how do you see animal health really being a part of advancing this innovation ecosystem that is human, plant, and animal really centered around biotech innovation? Yeah, I think we can start by looking at the past, right? I think of the molecule spinosad, for instance, right? Like that molecule was initial discovery with Dow Elenco partnership. And it started its days in the ag space um, and had agricultural um, uses. And then we de just developed that molecule on the Elenco side and said, hey, wow, this works really well for fleas. So we developed it into a flea product for dogs and cats. So that's you know just one example yeah. of some shared industries between ag and animal health. And then kind of looking towards the future, you know, we've talked a lot about monoclonal antibodies being that next wave of innovation, and that's true for human health, and that's true for pet health. And so we're always looking to our human health counterparts to say, hey, what are you guys working on? Like, is there anything that can be transferred? Um, and then sometimes they are looking to us as well to say, what 
what do y'all have and what can we switch this back over to the human health side? Because there are a lot of conditions that affect both humans and animals and there can be shared learning. So I'm just really excited about the future because I think this monoclonal space is a, a big one as we look to the future of both human health and animal health. We're talking with Dr. Jennifer Miller from Alanco. Uh, Dr. Miller, last question for you. A uh, little crystal ball time. Uh, but as, as you look to the future, we're, we're getting toward the end of the year. We're heading into 2024. What's ahead? What's ahead for the future of animal health and maybe e even a Lanco? Yeah. So I'll start. I'm, I'm so excited about this product. I, I'm sure you're picking up on that by, by this level it. of excitement here. But, um, you know, our next wave for canine parvovirus monoclonal antibody, especially as you mentioned, like people going in getting puppies for the holidays and things like we really want to get canine parvovirus monoclonal antibody into pretty much every veterinary clinic, right? Because you don't know when that next parvo case is coming through the door. So when that parvo case comes in at Friday at 5 p.m., like that's not the time to be calling and trying to get it, right? Like have it in your clinic at that point so you have the solution to treat that puppy right then and there. Um, so that's my my most nearsighted excitement is just seeing this get into yes. more clinics and to more puppies and seeing better outcomes for these patients. I'm also really excited about the next era of Alenco's innovation. Um, you know, we're really dedicated to bringing solutions to pet owners and to pets throughout these unmet needs. So we've got things from diabetes and anemia in cats um, to parvo parasites and dermatology solutions in dogs. So we're just really excited about this next wave of innovation that we have coming from Alenco. Well, we are excited to cheer you on here. So grateful that uh, Jeff Simmons the entire Lanco team have made Indianapolis, have made Indiana the global headquarters. She is Dr. Jennifer Miller, veterinarian with Elanco. Jen, thanks so much for spending time with us on Ag Bioscience. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate the time. And thank you for tuning into Ag Bioscience. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. Don't forget, you can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. Look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovisindiana.com.